1: I want you to kindly of lift up your right hand to us, heaven.
0: Father, we are grateful. Father, we are thankful. Thank God for the next one. Minute. In the next one minute, tell God how grateful you are. Tell God
1: how grateful you are for this opportunity. We give you glory, Lord. 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 Malolo Mando no bolo. Elo Shagana Shaganamande. E no no balaba. Falere de deb. Oh, we give you glory. We give you glory. We give you glory. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Malo labaya balaba. Mando no bolo. Shege de balaba. Oh, Yamanamali. Get de lebe. Belorana male, Bele Malo Bele Bele male, bele 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 bele
0: Oh, hallelujah. Father, we are grateful. Father, we are thankful. Thank you for this evening. Thank you that you speak to us. Yes, speak your word to us, Lord. Explain your word to us, Lord. Give us a revelation. Thank you for your mighty Holy Spirit, who is the spirit of wisdom and revelation, who is here with us. Thank you that we are taken from one level of glory to another altogether. Thank you for enlightenment from your spirit. And thank you that... The glory of God in our lives is increased to another level altogether. We receive your word with meekness, with gladness, with great joy, knowing that it is our greatest treasure. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Can you give Jesus a big shout if you have have a
1: voice? Hallelujah. You may kindly take your seats in heavenly places where you belong.
0: It's good to see everybody. Thank you for coming to see me at such short notice. Yeah, I think uh, we got to know I was coming here maybe about two weeks or three weeks ago. Yes, and it's a blessing to see all of you here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I came with Pastor Mark from our church in Kassar, uh, in one of our executive council members. You know, God, even God does not function alone. You see? In the beginning, Genesis chapter 1 verse 1, the Bible says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And the word God that is used there is Elohim. And that shows you the plurality of God. Do you see? And we see the the God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Or God the Father, God the Word, God the Holy Spirit. So even God functions uh, as a group. As a council. So every church must have a council. Do you understand? I don't know everything. So there's a council that we function with. There are various councils that we function with. And uh, the second highest of that council, the one that administers the church, and does, there is a council of elders that have uh, Reverend George, Adam, and Episcopal Stab, Bishop Doug, all of them are in there. You know? But then there's an executive council in our church that functions. And Pastor Mark happens to be one of the executive <laughs> council members. I think we should do it better for him. <laughs> Hallelujah a blessing. So thank you for coming. Thank you for always being there, for being a wonderful son, always traveling with me. He's always driving me around and making sure my life is comfortable. Thank you. We honor you. Hallelujah. I also came with Pastor Danny. Who, sit down for a moment. Sit down for a moment. Who happens to be the founder of Whole Church? He started the church that we are all sitting in today. He was posted as a doctor, medical doctor to o some years ago. And because of the things he had heard, and the things that had been said to him, you know, the things that he had been thought, he decided to plant a church. We discussed it. Said, Oh, Charlie, we can do it. And he came and came to do it. So I feel he's very, very special. And we must always honor him. So I want us to stand up and give our pastor a very, very big round of applause. And honor our pastor. Thank you for believing in God's word. And thank you for making things work. I thought you'd be celebrating him some more. Beautiful. God bless you. You may kindly take your seats in heavenly places. Then we have our pastor who is also functioning here. beautiful yeah when when pastor danny was going he handed over to pastor wisdom and pastor wisdom has done a marvelous work god bless you thank you for being around thank you for deciding to stay in home and not in the u.s and make it because he was going to the u.s and he decided to stay so that he can take care of the church It's a blessing. so let's celebrate our pastor with a big round of applause Now, sit down, please. There are those who function as the Holy Spirit. There are helpers who are like the Holy Spirit. There are helpers who are like wives. There are two great helpers in the Bible. The first helper that we are told about is wives. You know, God said, "Man is alone. I'll make him a help that is meet for him." And God made a wife. A wife is a comfort. It's a source of a com- of comfort. A wife is a sense. It brings support and brings great help do you see Aha. there are those and then the other helper is the holy spirit who is actually the original the original helper who is a quintessential helper he, he's he's behind the stage he's behind the scenes he's never seen but he provides the wisdom he provides the support he makes things work without him the thing cannot work do you see one of the things a wife does is also to bring fruitfulness a wife is a means of fruitfulness. You can be a powerful man with many spams, but without a woman, you cannot bear fruits. So, it's very, a wife is very important. Now, there are helpers who bring fruits. Without them, the, the thing cannot work. I am blessed with many helpers. The work we are doing is flourishing because of the kind of help, the, the fruitful helpers that we have. Do you see? The comforting helpers that we have, the supportive helpers that we have. All these are my helpers. All these are helpers you know, that God has given to me, pillars that God has given to me, over the, all over, plenty of people in different places. You know, and help us like Pastor Cherubim. Help us. Hallelujah. They are always, they never sit in front. They are always at the back. They are always helping. They are always making things work. Help us like Pastor Linda. Help us like um Jerishin Jerison, Jerison um, Patience. Help us like patience, help us like Sedinam, uh, you know, beautiful. All of us, the choir, you are helpers. All of you are helpers. Everybody, all shepherds who all ushers, all protocol people, all these wonderful people who make all the people who are changing the scriptures playing the keyboard, making things work. These are helpers who are not seen. Yes, you see? No matter how beautiful your face is, is if your liver should fail, you are, you are in trouble. If your kidney fails, you are in trouble. The kidney is not seen. The liver is not seen. The heart is not seen. So you may think they are not important. My picture is there. You may think I'm the most important person in the system. You'll be, like, you'll be shocked that I'm not the most important person in the system. They are helpers. And the helpers are more important because without the helpers, we can't do what we are doing. So I want us to stand and celebrate all helpers of Love Economy Church who can everywhere. Thank you for your help, your support, and making things work.
1: Hallelujah. Praise the Lord.
0: You may kindly take your seats in heavenly places. I feel it is very important to mention some of these things because of what God wants me to share tonight. Okay, Tonight, I'm sharing on how learning to honor. Learning toward, to honor. That's what God says I should share with this church. You know, all the churches that I've gone to, all our churches, by the grace of God, we have 51 churches. And I think this is maybe number 20 that I'm visiting in the last few weeks. Yes, I've tried to go through as many as possible. I may not be able to go through all, but i've tried to visit as many as i can you know and um every that i've visited god has given a specific message for that the group for the church you know and in this place i feel the lord leading me to talk about the all-important subject of Anna. so if you are ready in the next few minutes I just, i'll just take you through some few scriptures that i believe will help you to tune your mind well When you're a child, some topics are not spoken of. You can't tell a child to clean your shoes. A a, a a five-month-old baby, tell the child, I'm going to work, make sure all the shoes are clean before I come back. That would be a misnomer. It's not correct. Isn't it? You only give certain types of instructions to a child when the child grows up to a certain level. Is it true? So there are some things that may not be spoken of there are topics that may not you may not hear about but they exist in the bible they are there do you see but as you develop as you grow those things have to start coming to you or else you make a mistake and you become what you are not supposed to become the bible says to rise before the holy head the head that is gray when you see an elderly person you must honor the person you must respect the person don't be a young lady or a young woman who does not respect older people because it's not a joke to be a 70-year-old. 70, 70 is not a small thing. Yeah. It's not everybody who grows old. When you see someone who is old, you should respect the person. Because a person has lived. Even if the person did not go to school or become what you, you, you think he or she should have become. At least he has lived. Try it and see. If it is easy to live for a long time. It's not easy to live for a long time. And to be balanced. You may criticize your father and may not understand the precious of being a man. Hmm? Leviticus nineteen thirty-two. that's what I was saying. Thou shalt rise up before the holy head, and honor the face of the old man, and fear thy God, I am the Lord. It's an instruction from the Lord. You must honor those who have gray hair. Tell you, you everybody, you must honor those who have gray hair. When you sit in a bus and you see an older person coming, no matter your status, no matter how much money you have, Stand up for the older person to sit. Yes. You want to live long, learn to honor. The Bible says to honor your father and your mother. You shouldn't joke with your father and your mother. Hey. Eh? Yeah. Tell me about yeah. Hey. Don't joke with your father. Don't joke with your mother. With your mother. One boy took a cutlass and was chasing his father with it. The father that gave birth to him. Yeah. Two weeks later, an 18-wheeler clad him. An 18-wheeler clad him. You know an 18-wheeler? We have 16 wheelers, we have 18 wheelers. These are trailers, long trailers. Yes, an 18 wheel. Clad him. And they couldn't they use a shovel to collect his body. Yeah, if you dishonor, you'll be shocked. Dishonor is very, very dangerous. If you want to live long, you must learn to honor. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 2. Honor thy father and thy mother, which is the first commandment with promise. What is the promise? It says that you may live long. I'm sure it's in the next verse. Verse 3. That it may be well with thee first of all. And thou mayest live long on the earth. This is the promise. It will be well with you. You'll be fine. you have a lot of nice things happening for you. Yes. A lot of young people these days do not respect older people. Is it true or it's not true? Yeah. You can insult. can say back it's like the conversation is a table tennis type of conversation you're just saying what you're not supposed to say it's not wisdom if you do that you will not live long the bible says that it may be well with you that is the promise so that it will be well with you my father passed on about six years ago and may his soul rest in peace and the last deal i had the last conversation i had with him was a conversation of honor and blessings you see, yeah. Everybody has problems. Do you have problems? Yes. Ask your neighbour. about, do you have problems? You have problems. How, will you, how will it be for you if you have someone sitting by you telling you about your problems? Yes. You are a very bad person. You are not good. Everybody needs to be encouraged, yeah. isn't it? Yes. Everybody needs to be inspired and motivated. Okay? Yeah? The last, just conversations of honor. Blessing him. You know, he was ill at that time and I'd been settling. We had been, all my siblings and I had been settling bills and all of that, you know. And this particular day I'd gone and I settled a lot of things and I was leaving. You know, and he sat me down and said, You have looked after me like the way my uncle looked, looked after me when I was young. So I'll not call you son anymore. I'll call you uncle. Yes, my father who gave it to me said, I am his uncle because of how I've taken care of him. And he blessed me he said so many nice things upon my life blessed me and when i was leaving he called me and said you have sorted out, out all the hospitals and all of those things but i need money for myself i want money for myself so that i feel like a man i said oh no problem i had something in my car so i went took my some money and then came and put it in his pocket then he did this said now i'm strong yeah. two weeks later i was not in a, I was not living in a car at that time so two weeks later when I came back to Accra, he had, he, was, he had passed on. You know? You don't want your father to die without blessing you. No matter how some way your father is. Sister, honor him. He may not have taken care of you. The Bible didn't say, honor your father and mother, your mother and father, who took care of you. I know some of them, they didn't take care of you. I know how difficult it has been for you. God knows. Yes. Anna, thy father and thy mother. He didn't say the ones who took care of you. Even if your father is in prison, go and look for him. Do something nice for him. Do you understand what I'm saying? Oh, it's like, it, maybe I should go I should go and preach. Do <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Anna. It's wisdom. Oh. It's what? Wisdom. It's wisdom. My mother is alive by the grace of God. And she will bless me all the time. Yeah, because I don't joke with a lot of things. What I need to do for her to be comfortable, I'll do it. Yeah. Why? I need blessings. So that it may be well with you. It may be well with you. And so that you may live long on the earth. You want long life? Honor the holy head. Hmm? Respect the holy head. Do good things for them. Don't criticize them. Don't stop criticizing your father. Stop saying bad things about him. My father loves women. You are coming. You will see. You think it's easy to be a man and to stay with one person. It takes. It's not a small... It takes grace. Yes. Uh, yeah. It takes grace to stay with one person. To not have children with, in different places. It's just the grace of God. It's not, of, it's not because of anything. It's just the grace of God. Even very spiritual people have had problems. Very spiritual people have had problems, so it's just the grace of it's not because of anything. And you should be you should be thanking your father for not aborting you, because they are better than us. Our fathers are better than us. It is our generation that abortion is to the nonsense degree. When you get pregnant, you want to remove it, but your mother did not remove you. You are sitting here. Look at your face. You are sitting here nicely, happily. Are you in the church? They are better. They did the right thing. Yeah. Some of us are children from wedlock and all that. You are here. You are, you are a doctor. You are a university graduate. You are something. Yeah. But we are removing them one by one. You may have done six. Oh, I've passed that for a long time. One lady who was in our church, you know, had been pregnant six times and had removed it. and. We got to meet her she got born again everything she became fine all those things then the devil started talking to her that she will not give birth because of what she had done you see she stopped coming to church for some time the devil had access to her ears talking to her and <laughs> yeah, the bible says that the devil is a serpent So <laughs> you will never give birth <laughs> it was not easy for her at all so she decided to try and see if she would give birth. Yeah, it's a very wild story. And it happened practically. Yeah. So she went to have sex. Once. She didn't become pregnant. Twice. times, Four times. five, And then she conceived. Then she said, oh, I'm pregnant now. Now I, can, I, can, I know I can get pregnant. And then she removed it again. Yeah, seven making seven. Then after she came to come and tell me, she came back to church after Seraphimans and came to tell me. I said, ah, It's been a long time since I saw you. What happened to you? Oh, pastor. Hey, mercy on her head. God is also merciful. Oh, can you imagine? She's married and she has given birth. It's a miracle. Sometimes we don't understand God we can't be, we are, you are not God, we can't be if you were God, what will you do? Yeah. you slap it Now medra. Yeah, but God thinks differently now in the Bible you find um, something very unique okay, because there's also honor, not only for our parents but there's honor for the servants of God that God gives to us okay are you in the church? there's honor for what? So, I want to share with you on honoring the servants of God that God gives to you. Okay? Genesis chapter 27, verse 1. And it came to pass that when Isaac was old and his eyes were dim, so that he could not see, he called Esau his eldest son and said unto him, My son, and he said unto him, Behold, here am, here am I. And he said, Behold, now I am old, and I know not the day of my death. Now therefore take, I pray thee, the weapons, thy weapons, thy quiver, and thy bow, and go out to the field, and make, take me some venison. And make me savory meat, such as I love, and bring it to me, that I may eat, and that my soul may bless thee before I die. Have you seen it? This is Isaac talking to his son, whom he loved, Esau to organize venison. He says, what I love. Take your bow, take your arrow, go and hunt for an animal, and come and and make me stew. Rice and stew. The type that I like from Kimpiski. The expensive type. Do it for me. For me to eat. And when I finish eating, and my soul is satisfied, eh, that my soul may Bless thee before I
2: die.
0: Yeah. So there's something like the blessings of the Lord that comes through honor. You see, honoring the people that God has placed before you. There's a God must be honored, for instance. God tell me about God must be honored, God must be honored. in your life. In your life. If, you God, if you don't honor God, you will have a very big problem. Can I show you that before I continue with this one? First Samuel, chapter
1: 3.
0: Hmm. Okay, chapter 2. Let's read from verse 26. This is a story concerning a, pro- a priest called Eli and his two sons, Hophni and Phinehas, who were not honoring God at all. Do you see? These boys were... I mean, they were sleeping with the girls in the church.
2: Yes.
0: And they were not even doing it hiding. Home. They were doing it at the entrance of the door. Yes. When the girls are coming to church, they look at the person, hello, how are you? Ah! <laughs> I like this one. <laughs> Yeah, so can, can you, how are you? Then they start doing things at the door. I tell you. Apart from that, they were, they were taking the offerings. When someone is giving an offering, and the person leaves their envelope, and the envelope has 5,000 inside, they will say, this is the envelope I like. And they will take the envelope. They won't let the person even give it to God. As the person is lifting their hands, they will hold their hands with the person. <laughs> and they will take the envelope. Yeah, it's all in there. It's all there. You'll see it. Eh? It's here now. First Samuel 2, right? Go to the place concerning the ladies and then we'll look at the other one. And the priest's custom was, that, was with the people. Custom with the people was that when any man offered sacrifice, the priest servant came while the flesh was his, was seething with the flesh hook. It's not this one. It's this one. It's the same verse. But you can go, probably you can read it for yourself. But this was what we were doing. And God was not happy with them at all. God had given warning once, twice, twice. They were not minding. Do you see? Huh? They were not minding God. So God came to speak to, a, a prophet came to come and speak to Eli. Okay? So 25 now. It says, go up, please. Go to verse 23. Now, Eli was very old, verse 22 and heard all that his sons did unto all Israel, and how they lay with the women that assembled at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. Have you seen it? Next verse. And he said unto them, Why do you such things? For I hear of your evil dealings by all these people. Nay, my sons, for it is no good report that I hear. Ye make the lost boat to transgress. So it's like the father was talking about. He never had an open public discussion and doing some things and removing them. He spoke to them on a private level. And God was not so happy that he was speaking to them on a private level. He was supposed to speak to them on an open level. Do you see? Yes. Next verse. If one man sinned against God, blah, blah. So his, their, their father was advising them in, cham- in chambers. Go down. Keep going. And the child Samuel grew on and was in favor both with the Lord and also with men. Twenty-seven. And there came a man of God unto Eli and said unto him, Thus says the Lord, did I plainly appear unto the house of thy father when they were in Egypt in Pharaoh's house? And did I choose him out of all the tribes of Israel to be my priest, to offer upon my altar, to burn incense, to wear an effort before me? And did I give unto the house of thy father all the offerings made by fire of the children of Israel? Wherefore kick ye at my sacrifice? Why are you destroying my sacrifice? And at mine offering, which I have commanded in, in my habitation. And honorest thy sons. You see? He was honoring his sons. You honor your sons above me. To make yourselves fat with the chiefest of all the offerings of Israel, my people. Next verse. Because they were not, he was not honoring God. All of them are not honoring God. God says that. Wherefore, the Lord God of Israel said, I said indeed that thy house and the house of thy father should walk before me forever. But now the Lord said, be it far from me. It's like when you don't honor God, God changes his mind about you. Now, how do you honor God? God doesn't joke with offerings. Don't give your tithe to someone walking on the road and say that the person was hungry, so you give. Ah, how about God? It is what belongs to God. What belongs to God must be for God. Are you in the church? Yes. What belongs to God must be for who? God. Must be for God. You shouldn't mess up with what God feels is honored by him or is for him. Be it far from me, for them that honor me, I will honor. And they that despise me shall be lightly esteemed. If you honor God, he says, you also honor you. If you despise him, he says, you'll be lightly esteemed in life. Like You, you, you will not be anything with time. With time, you'll you'll just start reducing. Your offerings. Your fighting. Your giving. All the things that God wants you to do. Just do them. And honor God. Respect God. Do you see? Yes. Respect what God places value on. The ladies in the church are not for you. The church is very quiet. Like I'm throwing arrows into your souls. The ladies, these beautiful ladies, beautiful ladies, beautiful ladies. So they are not for the they are not for you. They are not for the choir director. They are not for the keyboardist. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. They are certainly not for the drama. God wants us to honor him. It's in honoring God that things start happening nicely for us. Our honor is inside honoring God. Do you see? Honor God with your church attendance. You see, when an elderly person calls you and says, come, and then you say, I won't come. What have you done? You are dishonoring him, isn't it? When God calls you for a service, come for this service. And then you say, oh, I'm going to wash. What are you doing? You are dishonoring God. No, that's the truth. That is the truth.
2: That
0: is the truth. Yeah. That is the truth. God got angry when he gave an invitation to these people, those who he invited to his dinner. He invited them to come for his dinner, and they were giving him excuses. Yeah, one said, I'm going to go and look after at my land in the night. One said, I'm going to, I've bought a new cow. I'm going to check on the new cow in the night. The other said that I've gotten married and I cannot come. He said, I can't come. Yeah. That's what marriage does to you. Marriage can let you dishonor God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It depends on what type of wife or husband you have. Yes. Some people, you marry them and then that's the end. You can't go to church anymore. God is going to be dishonored in your life. When God calls for you, you must be there. You have to show. You have to show up because it is an honor. The Bible says that in the multitude of the people is the king's honor. Jesus is a king of kings, and when we show up and are plenty, He takes. He has honor. That is His honor. Can you look for it and put it up? Yeah, Proverbs. Proverbs what? Are you understanding my my message? Yes. Yeah. So they call church service. Oh, I'm not coming. What are you doing? You are dishonoring God. You are changing God's time with washing. Hey. Look at your life. Who is giving you the breath that you are breathing? Who is making your eye? One of our ladies slept, woke up, and the eye and the face, half of her face was falling. It had fallen. It had changed. Do you understand? Very beautiful girl. Her face had changed like that. Yes. eye, Eyebrows, face, nose, falling. Do you, do you, I don't know if you can appreciate what I'm trying to say. She's falling, she can't talk. She can't eat. Nothing, falling. Yeah, Proverbs fourteen twenty eight. In the mortuary of the people is what is the king's honor, but in the want of people is the destruction of the prince. Who is our king? Jesus is our king. When we gather like this, let's say we say we are doing a crusade or we are doing an evangelism, and just a handful come, like we are not honoring our God. Everybody must show up. Everybody must be involved. We must do something. That's how we honor God. We honor God with our presence. Do you see? And we honor God with our gifts, with our offerings. By respecting what he respects. Do you see? By valuing what he values. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm teaching you something very important. though. You may think it's not important, but you may, th- you may think it's just receive it. Receive it now. That is also very powerful. But these are, the, these are the things that make up the kingdom. These are the things that make the kingdom of God function. If you ignore them, you'll be shocked. That you can be praying. Christians are praying. They are not honoring God in fighting. Yes. Honor the Lord with what?
2: Thy
0: substance. Not your tips. Not honor the Lord with tips. Honor the Lord with thy substance. And other verses say, Honor the Lord with your wealth. With your wealth and with your first fruits, it's an honor. You must do God honor with your giving. If you're able to buy data for fifty Ghana cities a week, and you give God an offering of five Ghana cities a week. The Lord is watching you. Hey, He says, Those who honor me, I will will also honor. Just imagine God honoring you. Yeah, you'll be shocked. Anor mm? the Lord with thy substance and with the freshwater of the, all thine increase. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 9 to 10. So this is what it means to honor God. Then there's also honoring God's servants. Because one of the things that you must understand is that for what God wants done to be done, He always uses His servants. By a prophet He brought them out of captivity, and by a prophet were they preserved. Isn't it? Jeremiah chapter 3, verse 15. Look at Jeremiah 3:15. And I'll give you pastors after my own heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. It's like God is the one to God. Says that I will give you pastors and shepherds who will feed you. So for God to do something, every time God wants to do something, He uses a man. Every time the devil also wants to do do something or do something in this world, he also uses a man. Man is very important. If someone wants to do to pay what it's a human being who will plan it out, it won't just fall in the sky on sunday one of our, our pastor's sister passed away you know and she passed she passed away early in the morning she said the last word of the lady was this she's just 48 years old the last, her last word was this "Ah, he has used something he has used a stick on my neck and then she died just this sunday spiritually speaking there was no human being there but spiritually, someone used a stick on a, a, a very large stick on her neck and killed her and she died physically a minute, a second or two after saying that, ah, he has used something to hit my neck. But this life is spiritual. Life is, I tell you, life is very, very, very spiritual. And you need to, you need to double up in the spirit. Do you see? The devil uses people and God also uses people. Or rather, God uses people and the devil uses, also uses people. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And the people that God uses to bless you, you must learn to respect and honor and appreciate and prize and hold in high esteem, so that you can be blessed. <laughs> if you ignore them, you are ignoring something very great. <laughs> there are churches where the pastor is not respected at all. Pastors are not respected at all. People who have been around in the system for some time are not respected at all. Yeah, I mean people can just oh, they should go away. They should go they should go away to get the best from god you need to honor the vessels that he uses are you in the church you have gone home is it too much for you to understand yeah yeah for instance this man who is sitting here for instance you need to honor this church this church will not be here i mean don't honor don't just honor me do you understand it's like i'm the founder of the church No, there's this somebody who also came to come and be here and make things happen. This lady was sitting every time I can't I see her. It's not today, it was her kiosk that was used, her laundry shop that was used for the church to start. Hey, hey. hey. we have to honor her. We have to respect her. We have to, she has to be a mother in the church. Do you understand? On campus, they call people mama. <laughs> yeah i'm not saying you call her mama but what i'm trying to say is that like give a certain kind of respect a certain kind of and a certain kind of recognition yeah. why because these are the foundations of the church that we are sitting in right now yeah. yeah the first time i came the people i met when i came to hope it was just a few people he was there some just a few people and just about maybe 10 people 11, 11 people in a small shop today there are hundreds of people sitting here if those 11 people and after the 11 people i mean just five were actually there yeah. Yeah. the other six that had come they had been invited they, just, they were just just trying to see if they will stay they were what they were pulled yeah. together to make things work are you in the church yeah. you shouldn't you shouldn't respect him you shouldn't respect this one who is also here making things work inserting them in your minds Oh, please, I've insulted the pastor in my mind before. Have you done some before? (laughs) Tell the truth, share the truth and shame the devil. (laughs) Tell anybody, say the truth and shame the devil, baby. (laughs) Eh? Tell them, say the truth and shame the devil, baby. (laughs) You may have insulted the pastor in your mind, in your heart, disregarded him. Do you see? Yeah. Hmm. We have to be very careful jesus was talking about anna okay in mark chapter 6 jesus went to his own hometown own hometown jesus in all his glory and all his power mark chapter 6 from verse 1 to verse 6 in all his glory and all his power the bible says that he could dare not do any miracle let's read from verse 1 don't worry from verse 1 and he went out from thence and came into his own country and the disciples follow him. His own people, the people who have known him for years, don't become familiar. You see, and not say thank you. Don't become familiar. If this man celebrates his birthday, this church must send something. I'm going home. Oh, yeah. You must send something. Oh, yeah. not, not five Ghana. What yeah. oh, is five Ghana? Do you know that? Listen, sit down, sit down. You see, by God's grace, I'm a pastor of pastors. And I know what pastors go through. Yeah. One day, your pastor called me and said, I, I have a certain kind of pain in my body. Yeah. I felt, when he said, I felt, I'm like, it's, 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 it will prevent you from doing what God wants you to do. Yeah. I felt it. He also called me and said, Pastor, I have a certain kind of problem in some way. I said, man... It's not a joke. Sometimes a pastor has a lot of pain in his body. He has a lot of issues at home. His wife does not like what is going on. You share, you people, you are, you are very interesting. <laughs> I tell you, there are a lot of ladies here. So when I'm talking about ladies, I'll come here. The ladies are very interesting. The number one fights eh? <laughs> are fights in a pastor's home with his wife bedroom fight yeah because you are texting at 12 a.m you are texting your pastor at 12 a.m and your pastor is also texting back at 12 a.m replying you are telling him your problems and he's solving your problem and his wife is waiting and the wife is waiting and waiting and waiting and nothing is happening all the affection that is supposed to come to the wife is coming to you and the wife is not happy at all. I know a wife who said that. Let the church go to hell. Yeah. Take care of me. What do you mean? Yeah. One wife was sitting with her husband. You know they were talking, and then calls and texts are coming, and the husband was busy. Hey, make receiving calls, texting back. It was in America. She stepped out of the house, went out into the snow, and called the husband on the phone. And the husband picked. Then he started, she started talking. So, basta, my problem is that. I have, I, I have this problem and I have that problem. And have... The husband said, ah, mommy, what I you doing? Come back inside. Hey. 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 Because the only way to get the husband's attention is by making a call. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> One wife said that if my husband would treat me as a sheep, hey. as a sheep, hey. my home would be better. Hey. The problems pastors are going through because of sheep, eh? you have no idea. The least thing you can do is to say thank you, and appreciate them. We, pastor, we love you. Yeah, we love you. We we love you. Thank you for all that you do for us. Thank you for your prayers. Sometimes you don't know that Charlie, the guy has faster. Uh, I don't know man, God do faster than got ulcer. That will never go away. And they had to cut his intestines and stitch it back so that he can be free because the ulcer was so bad. Yes, a lot of perforations in his intestines because of excessive fasting. Yeah, one of my friends, I was just talking to him last, last week. He has fasted for almost two years. Almost two he almost died recently. Yeah, you all know him, he's a popular man of God. Yeah. Fasted for almost two years. One year, eight months. Yeah, one year, eight months. Fasting, breaking at 11 p.m. with fried rice and John, John or I tell you, eating at 1 a.m. and all of that, I mean, very bad. Sit down for two minutes. Yo, you don't know. Tell anybody you don't You don't know. What is going on? Is the last, the least you can do is just to respect them, just to honor them and treat them right rather than thinking in a certain way or insulting them in a certain way. Because when you do that, it prevents the power from flowing. The power of God cannot work. Jesus is the son of God. Jesus is God. And you see, even just say, it's, it's very wild. This honor prevented the power of God that was in him from working in his own hometown. He says, and he went out from this and came into his own country. And his disciples followed him. Verse 2. And when the Sabbath day was come, he began to teach in the synagogue. And many hearing him were astonished, saying, from where has this man these things? And what wisdom is this that is which is given unto him, that even such mighty works are wrought by his hands? Next verse. It's not this the carpenter. So they were they were talking about ah, we know the guy. We know the guy. You know, you know, this area they come from. It's very familiar. We know the guy. You know, you we know, copy that. You know, we copy that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, he be happy. He said, Well, right, he be healing Matule. Oh, make the joke. it be healing Mathule. In the joke, he should make a come off of the oldest world now. Hey, it's not this the carpenter the son of mary the brother of james and joseph and of judah and simon and and are not the sisters here with us and they were offended at him they were angry with him hey, what do you mean oh this guy i mean he will lay hands on someone who's blind and say be healed oh a, a blind eye is open I say "Cappy, ah <laughs> copy it's like i'm hearing your voice oh yeah, he could dare do look at the next verse verse four they, they knew him so much. They are the ones who told us that he had brothers and sisters. But Jesus said unto, him, unto them, A prophet is not without honor, but in his own country, and among his own kin, and in his own house. This is a problem. It's a major problem that we must defeat. Let me show you. In, in Luke, Jesus, Luke chapter 4, Jesus said this same, this same thing. So actually, what was happening in Mark chapter 6, okay, is the same as what happened in Luke chapter 4. Jesus had actually... After coming from the mountain, the wilderness, and all of that. Okay, look at me, don't look at them. Okay. And he had done a lot of miracles in different places and he had come to his own hometown. Okay. So if you go to Luke chapter 4, verse 18-19 talks about Jesus talking about his the mandate that he has. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. Blah blah. He says all those things, set at liberty them that are bruised to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and all of that. Look at verse verse 19 now. And then go to verse 20. And he closed the book and he gave it again to the minister and sat down. And the eyes of all them that were in the synagogue were fastened on him. So this is actually at Nazareth. Same place. Next verse. And he began to say unto them, This day is the scripture for food in your ears. Verse 22. And all bear him witness and when are the gracious words which proceeded out of his mouth. And they said, Is not this Joseph's son. Same place, you see. Next verse. And, up, and he said unto them, You will surely see unto me this proverb Physician, heal thyself. Whatsoever we have heard done in Capernaum, do also in thy country. We have heard you do that. We are, you are doing a lot of things in Capernaum, all these places. Hey, do some in your own country for us to see. You see, they were despising him and they were making fun of him. The Bible says that he could dare do no mighty work. That's in Mark chapter 6. He couldn't. In other words, Jesus tried but it didn't work. What cuts the power of God from flowing to you is this Anna. At the height of Jesus' pressure moment, you see there was a day when Jesus was arrested and when they were coming to arrest, it was a very tense atmosphere. And Peter cut one of the high priest servants ears off even in the height of a tense atmosphere the power of god could still flow jesus took the ear and slapped it back and the guy's ear went back on are you seeing it so it means that pressure does not prevent the power from flowing but dishonor prevents the power from flowing yeah dishonor when when there's no honor there's no respect there's no appreciation. If, if, if you don't want, Pastor, wisdom and all the pastors and all the elders, and all, if you don't want the power of God that is resident in your life to so work in your life, then start disrespecting them. If you don't want the power that is working in this man to work in your life, then start disrespecting them. If you don't want the power that is working in my life to work in your life, then start disrespecting. Start saying some things and start thinking some. You'll be shocked. It will never work. People can pray for you till your head becomes bowed. We can lay hands onto everything vanishes from your head. And you will be at the same level now jesus starts explaining this principle very well in these verses okay go back to um look okay this is fine Mark says five says and he could there do no mighty work this is what i've been saying he could there do no mighty work save that he laid hands upon a few sick pe- folk and healed them the other verse that says minor people with minor headaches headaches minor headaches like oh migraine okay healed ah it's gone Hey Jesus, you are wow, though. Minor ailments. Yes, people with problems, paralysis, and it couldn't happen. It couldn't happen. There was power in him to make it work, but the power could not flow because of this honor. It's a very great thing, it's a very wild thing. Do you see? Yeah. Now back to Luke chapter 4. You like what I'm sharing with you. (laughs) Luke chapter 4, it's instructive, you see, God is just instructing you, like, we, we want, if we want things to get better and greater for this church, for everyone in it, for things to ha- we must learn to honor all the people according to the rank that God has given, everybody, honor me, honor this man, honor this man, honor every pastor, honor everybody, honor Pastor Linda. Anna, Pastor Cherubim, Anna, all these people, all these people, you know, you know who is, you know who is what? You know who you came to meet. Or? Oh? Yeah. Or you don't know? Yeah. Ask neighbor. Or you don't know? Oh, yeah. Do you know? Yeah. If you know, then, you're, I mean, your mind for day. Yeah. Hmm? Oh. And he said unto You will surely say unto me this proverb, Luke 4.23. Physician, heal thyself. Whatsoever we have had done in Capernaum, do also in thy country. Next verse 24, and he said, Verily I say unto you, no prophet is accepted in his own country. No prophet is accepted. It's a very wild thing. Then Jesus starts explaining. You'll be shocked at the explanation. Are you ready to be shocked? Look at the next verse. But I tell you of the truth, many widows were in Israel in the days of Elijah. Many widows were in Israel in the days of Elijah. When the heaven was shut up three years and six months, when great famine was throughout all the land, there was a problem in all of Israel. But because they did not respect Elijah, Elijah had power to bring food. But not even one widow in Israel had Elijah been sent to him, to her, I mean, not even one. Look at it. But unto none of them was Elijah sent except unto Zarephath, or Zarephath, this is uh, whatever, English, Greek English, eh? a city of Sidon, unto a woman that was a widow. What happened to that woman? You see, God knew that that woman will honor the anointing upon Elijah. God knew that not even one single widow in, in Israel, the whole of Israel, will honor the anointing upon Elijah. And so he could not send them. He could not send Elijah to any of them. Do you see how serious it is? Do you see how wild and is? When this widow saw Elijah, Elijah told her, Woman, get me some water. As the woman was going to get the water, Elijah said, Add some cake to it as well. Amen. Then the woman, t- the woman knew Elijah. The woman t- and said, As surely as your Lord liveth. It's because you caused this problem. Elijah is the one who closed the heaven. Three and a half years. He closed it. He closed the tap. No, way, no rain, no food, nothing. Three and a half years. He closed it. A woman said, as surely as, you can show us those verses. It's in First Kings. As surely as your Lord liveth. Eh? I have just a small flour, Some small oil. And I'm gathering two sticks. These two sticks. To go and go and fry it for me and my son. And we we'll eat and then we die. <laughs> Eh? Because she knew, she knew he was a prophet. So when he said, get me some water, he, she honored him by moving to go and get. The one you honor, you move when he talks. Or when he or she talks. When he said, oh, can you do this? You will do it. You will not. Oh, what? What kind of person is this? Every time they are sending me. If you're a child of God who does not want to be sent and does not want to be used in the house of God, then you are not a child of God. There's something wrong with you. Remember that we are not going to be judged as sons and daughters of God. We are going to be judged as servants of God. And everyone must be a servant in the house of God. Everybody. Everybody. You can be a lawyer in the church, but you should be able to pack cars. You should be able to be the one cleaning the toilet without a problem. You may be a pastor, whatever, a bishop, whatever. You should be able to clean some things. Because we are all servants of God. Everybody's a servant of God. And we must learn to honor those that God has placed over us. Because our blessing is in honoring. This This woman had herself and her family being saved from this wild famine because she did what she was supposed to. She honored the servant of God. I'm gathering these two. And she said, as Lord, as Lord, this is First uh, Kings 17 12. And she said, as the Lord that God liveth, I have not a cake but a handful of meal in a barrel and a little oil in a cruse. And behold, I am gathering two sticks. It is so small that only two sticks will boil it. Only two sticks. Two sticks. That I may go in and dress it for me and my son that we may eat and die. We may eat and die. Then the prophet spoke. Look at the next verse. Listen, there are people there. Eh? There are people that have said, prosper and they have prospered like crazy because they, they respect what they respect me so what i say works in, works in your life it works perfectly the others too i've laid hands on laid legs on <laughs> sat on them blown air on them yes. same decrement the same thing nothing is changing why most of the time it's because of this honor. yeah it's because of this honor one young man was leaving school. This was just a, a year and maybe six months ago, a year and six months ago, a year and a half ago. He was leaving school, Thesaurus, and I saw him. When I saw him, I said, oh, come. Because God has spoken to me concerning him. So I said, I'm seeing this. there's a lot of difficulty at home, but the Lord is using you as salvation for your house. God is going to prosper you. He said, now down. amen, I receive it. Pastor, it's true. A struggle, a struggle is real. I said, God is going to use you to do that. Yeah, And I told him that where you are working, your they'll retain you they retain you and start paying you in a certain amount of money. He believed it, trusted God, sold for it and all of that. And then the job came. When the job came, we were paying him 2,500 Ghana CDs. Do you see? So he came to tell me, oh, they are paying me 2,500. I said, this is not what God showed me. It's more than that. So if you believe it, I also believe it. Let's trust God for something better. So she said, okay, well, let's trust God. Listen, after three months, he got a job that pays 20,000 Ghana cities. Yes. As though that was not enough. When he, when the 20,000 cities came and started coming, his mother said, give me the money. All the, I give, the mother started, the mother rose all of a sudden. Sort this out and sort this out. She didn't even know the amount. But when she noticed that the sun was working and now it's like she's been able to give some thousand, two thousand, and, hey, something has come. <laughs> so she started making certain demands. Then I told the boy, Honor God. Give God his first fruits. <laughs> uh, give God his first fruit. If you don't give God his first fruits, all these blessings that are coming will vanish. You'll be shocked. Yeah. So he closed the mother's, the, mother, the tap that the mother was flowing to the mother, gathered the money and went to give, gave it to the Lord as his first fruits started I mean honoring God. I told him, do this and do that and do that and do that as he was doing it. Six months later, his pay jumped from 20,000 to 50,000 Ghana cities. 50,000 Ghana every single month in this our Ghana in which we are all living. And he's just 25 or 26. He's just, just a 25 or a 26-year-old boy. Yeah. Oh yes. oh, yes. One of, our, one of our, our, our brothers had his mother paralyzed. Couldn't walk for several months. Was it years? Yes, it's been years. Gradual. yes. She became paralyzed completely. She couldn't sleep. And he called me and said, this is what is happening to my mother. I am bringing my mother from this place to come and see you so I can pray for her. I said you believe that i can pray for your mother to be fine and you want to bring her from a place that's about three hours away from me i said no i'm gonna come so i took pastor mark because they're close to where he was I took him and then we went together and then we went to pray for her listen when we prayed for her shared some things with her the power of god was so strong in the night she said she saw a dream i came into a dream and i told her to stand up and she started walking for the first time in her life she, she stood up on her own from the bed she couldn't when she lies down like this that is it if she lies on like this for three hours and she wants to turn she can't turn she has to call for someone to come and push her for her to lie on the side when she's tired she has to come they'll they come and push her and then so in the night it's not it's not nice if you are with her in the room you can't sleep every now and then <laughs> <laughs> uh, come and push me like that it was not exciting she was booked for surgery. That was going, to, and that was what even moved me. It was 153,000 Ghana cities for to correct the problem, and it was a 50/50 if it could either work or it may not work. Yeah, Anna, respect. Thinking that there's something that can work. We went to pray for her, brothers and sisters. She's walking as I'm talking to you now. She's walking fully, moving around. Yeah, center, center, whatever. A, 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 a thank you message. Thank you for coming to pray for me. If you disrespect the man, the man of God, you'll be shocked that all the power that is resident in the person, it's not, nothing is happening. It's like God does not send you a man of God unless he knows that you are going to honor him. Yeah. All the man of God in the person, the, the, it will not work for you at all. You will hear that things are happening for people, but it will not be happening for you because you have decided to dishonor that was what judas this judas was dishonoring jesus when someone was honoring jesus by pouring alabaster box oil and all of those things on jesus he had a problem with it yeah. he had a problem with it and said ah what means this waste yeah. this oil could have been sold this perfume could have been sold it's actually one year's wage it's a lot of money baby yeah. <laughs> it could have been sold and given to the poor and the bible says that he was saying that not because he cared for the poor but because he was a thief yeah. And he stole the things that the offerings that were coming. Stealing offerings is dangerous. If you are here in an usher, don't steal offerings. Don't steal offerings. You're on your way to, to problems. Don't steal all those who stole offerings died. Everybody who stole offering in the Bible died. Eh? Ask e- e- Elisha's servant who stole and went to take money from. Uh, the, the leper, Naaman. Uh, what's God? Naaman, that leper, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. He, he lost his life. He became a leper, and the leprosy was for all his family, his family members. Yeah. Ask Achan, who took what belonged to God. Achan took what belonged to God. What happened to him? It's called the thing he, he, I mean, he took offering for God. He took first fruits. God's first fruit. He took it. He took a portion. It was not easy for him at all. He, his wife, his children, everybody was stoned to death. Everybody, they caught every all his children, everybody. He stole it. Too. Everybody was affected. So it's like something you do that affects everybody. It affects your whole family. Ask Ananias and Sapphira. Yeah, They just withheld the seed. They their own seed, though. They withheld the part. God said, You are not serious. You are not you are dishonoring me. You are in trouble. You pledge your, you pled your house. You are not, you sold it, you have taken half. My friend, you are going. Sit down for two minutes. Are you in the church? Yes. Judas was dishonoring Jesus. Yeah, when do were angry, he was talking. When they are doing something for your pastor, hey, this pastor, this someone saw me and said, I said, oh, I'm a pastor. He said, Hey, you people are the ones who have the money now. <laughs> Pastorpreneurship. This is now pastorpreneurship. I ne- I never heard the word before. <laughs> I know entrepreneurship, but I never knew pastorpreneurship. He said pastorpreneurship. No, I mean that's how, that's what is happening now. I mean if you want money, you just become a pastor and then I to you before. I said oh, Charlie, but you just met me. You don't know me. You don't know where I'm coming from. You're just. I mean the guy has a problem. Oh, oh, hmm. <laughs> Are you in the church? So, for the anointing of God to work in your life, you need, to, you need to respect the anointing. Are you in the church? You need to respect the man of God. Elijah was not sent to... It's a very serious thing. All Israel, not even one person, had the privilege and the honor of living. Widows were dying in Israel, and God could not help them. Why? Because of dishonor. This dishonor. This this Elijah guy, every time he's just praying for things not to work, he just killed the progress of Banias. Close I mean, look how this this all these men of God who have come, they just wake up and they say things. Be careful. One of the things that happens when you speak against God's government is leprosy. Yes. Isaiah chapter 6, verse 1. In the year that King Uzziah died, eh, I saw the Lord. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw also the Lord sitting upon a throne, high and lifted up, and his train filled the temple. Now, King Uzziah did not... This is, this is a description of his civil death. The civil death and then his physical death. Uzziah was a king. Do you see? He was a king over, over, over Judah. And then he decided to become a priest. He decided to do offering. Because, like, the pastoring was nice. Doing the pastoral thing was... Bad. So he decided to become a pastor. To offer sacrifices to God. And the priest said that, Charlie, you can't do that. It's not, it's not your office. It's his job. Oh, go away. I'm the king. I can do whatever I want to do. As he was talking and misbehaving with the priest, leprosy started appearing through his forehead. He became leprous. And they shut him away. Even though he was king, he could not rule. They shut him away in the house till his death. Do you see? Huh? His removal is what allowed for God's admin because God was speaking against God's administration. God could not do what he wanted to do. When he was removed, then God could do what he wanted to do. Miriam was speaking against Moses. Nye, 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 nye. You are the one who says we shouldn't marry anyone from outside of Israel. Look at you. You like hot chicks. Look at this girl that I've gone to bring. But to us is like what? Balloon. That's what you like. You was they were saying things about Moses. Criticizing, you have to be careful, I Tell anybody you have, to be careful. You have to be careful. You like my message? <laughs> you like what I'm saying? <laughs> this thing, this is what I'm saying now, it has reduced a lot of Christians' lives. They don't know why they are not prospering. Yeah. They are wondering why am I not prospering? It's because you are talking about things you are not supposed to talk about. Yeah, so high. Too high for you. Yeah, exactly. You see something in the news, man of God. Did it. Ah we said it. We said it. We said it. Then you add some ever. I'm going book go by my That thing. Something. Okay. What? Macbule? What's that? What's that meaning? lies. Lies. All these pastors are liars. Fiafio. Fia-fio. Fia-fio. <laughs> Aye. Hey. hey. What a shock! What a shock! Tell anybody if you want to, long, want to live long. Don't say some things about pastors, including, the fake, ones, including the fake ones. Because you don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Because you don't know which one is real and which one is not real, you you can't tell. That's the problem with men of God. You can't tell which one has favor with God. Even Balaam, even Balaam. Do you know Balaam in the Bible? See that when you stand, it's like I'm confused. I can't I can't remember. I'm just playing with you. Don't mind me. Yeah, Balaam. Balaam was the one who was contracted by others to curse Israel. Even Balaam was still a man of God. He was still being spoken to by God in his error. It's called the error of Balaam. In Balaam's error, God could allow his horse to speak to him and tell him, Don't go and do what you are doing. Yeah, he was from God, but he had made some mistakes, yet he was from God. So you cannot tell who is what. One day, a friend of mine, a senior brother of mine, was talking about a certain man of God in this country as he was preaching as he Was preaching, mention the guy's name, and then God spoke to him audibly in the room in the church. Stop talking badly about my servant. He said he sat on the floor and started crying in the church. He sat on the floor and started crying. Yeah, and the person that he was talking about is somebody you would never think is a man of God. Like, you would never think, I'm sure you have spoken against him before. If I mention his name right now, you say. You'll be shocked. Listen, it's in your own interest. You don't want... Miriam became a leper. She became what? A leper. When she spoke against the priest, Moses. It's a problem. So, Anna, rather than talking against, say nice things. Appreciate your pastors. Appreciate your elders. The Bible says you should honor one another. Honor rather than dishonor. And you will live long. You will, pro- you will see that a lot of nice things are happening for you. It yeah. means also honor means that things happen for them.
2: Oh,
0: yes. yeah. I'm not saying look for a seed and come and no. I'm not saying come and bring me. If God has not told you to bring me a seed and bring me a seed, it will do not do anything, I'll just drop it free of time. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's only if God tells you to bring it, you can bring it. But if you just come over, I, 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 Pastor, I feel like... Uh, uh, Please, be spiritual. That's not what you saying. I'm not saying that after the service... Let's see what we can know. Wisdom is profitable to what? To direct. Let wisdom direct you. That's not what I'm saying. You understand? What I'm saying is to honor, and honoring doesn't start with money. It ends with money, but it begins with thinking right. Thinking right, having a right heart about the person. Yes, it's a heart thing, more than a physical thing. Yes. Are you in the church? Yes. Anna. Anna. Yes. Elijah could not be sent. Go back to that place. Luke chapter, chapter what? Chapter 4, right? 26. But unto none of them was Elijah sent save unto Saripta, a city of Sidon, unto a woman that was a widow. Verse 27. You'll be shocked at this one too. And many lepers were in Israel. There were many lepers in Israel in the time of Elijah. Elisha, Eliseus. It's Elisha the prophet. This is Jesus talking. This is God talking. You know Jesus is God, right? So Jesus, who is God, is talking about the reason why some people were not sent to some people. And the reason why some people did not get their healing. And many lepers were in Israel in the time of Eliseus the prophet. And none of them was cleansed, save, save saving Naaman the Syrian. Naaman was the one. A Syrian outsider. An outsider was the one who received I don't want that to happen to me. Tell anybody, I don't want that to happen to me. Yeah. You see, one of the things that God does say is that all your, your prosperity, all your, your ability to believe certain things is inside his servants that he gives to you. Yes. <laughs> you see, I don't understand any of this. If they are preaching, I'll sit down and listen. Yeah. I'll sit down and listen. There are things that I have learned from the pastors I have trained as they were preaching or saying something, I'm blessed. Yeah. Sometimes in the conversation, someone will say something. I was like, hey, I've never seen this in the Bible. Then I take it. They don't even know that I'm learning from them. Yeah. There are a lot of things I have said that actually came from some people who are around me. They don't know. So you can't dishonor, you can't disrespect, you can't become some way. Anna, by thinking right, it's a hard thing. Do you see? Mary and his sister Martha loved Jesus. The Bible says that they loved Jesus so much that Jesus loved them too. Yes. They called, they, called, they said that Lazarus, whom thou lovest, is sick. Why did Jesus love them? Because of the way they treated him. They honored him. They fed him. They took care of him. There was a permanent abode in their house for him. And Jesus, listen. Jesus could be working with as many people as this, as this number here. Jesus can be working with 300 people. One of the reasons why it was difficult to arrest Jesus was because he always had people around him. It was a problem, and all the people looked like him. (laughs) They all looked like him because they were all dressing like he was dressing. They all left their beard. They all, I mean, what they were all looking like him, so they could not tell. There was a huge drop-off. They could not tell who it was. They knew that somebody was... For instance, Jesus was not baptizing, but they said that he was baptizing. He was not baptizing. It was his disciples who were baptizing. But they said, Jesus is baptizing everywhere. They went to tell John that Jesus is baptizing. It wasn't him. It was the disciples who were baptizing. But everybody said it was Jesus. They could not tell. So they had to... They needed someone, an insider, to lead them to him. Do you get it? And they got Judas. And even that one, Judas needed to give a sign to show who he was so that they can pick him up. Because when they are there, you can't tell who, which one is Jesus. So Judas came and came. he told them, I'll give the sign as the one who I kiss. The one I kiss is the one. Hold him fast. That's what, that's what Judas said. The one, you'll be shocked. Can you put that on? Yeah. <laughs> Grab him. Yeah, the one I kiss is the one. Hold him fast. Yeah, you can just type kiss. You see it. Luke twenty-two forty-seven. And while he yet spake, behold, a multitude came. And he that was called Judas, one of the twelve, went before them and drew near unto Jesus to kiss him. This is, what, this is when this was happening. But when he was making the discussions, when he was making the negotiations, he told them. When he took the money. Eh? If you can look for that and put, put it up. Have you found it? I'm preaching with you, Pa. I tell you. Matthew 26, 48. Now he that betrayed him gave them a sign. Is he? He gave them a sign saying, whomsoever I shall kiss, that same is he. Hold him fast. Yes, yes Bible is in the Bible. Yes. The one that I kiss yes. is the one. Yes. Hold him now. Yes. Wicked guy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Planned everything. Pe-pe-pe. Do you see? It was difficult because, I mean, he was always moving with people. And Jesus was Allowed into Mary, Martha, and Lazarus's home with all the people. So, if Jesus is coming to visit you, you see, it was very expensive to host Jesus because you can be host, you can have three hundred people coming with him or four hundred people coming with him. Yes, yes. There's a verse that I've forgotten that shows that the people were always with him. There's a verse. I just it just let my mind. Yeah, always with him. But Mary, Martha, and Lazarus were always honoring Jesus. They were feeding him. They were even fighting about him. If you read in, if you read in John, um, John chapter 6, you will see how they were fighting about who, who helping to take care of the people, the numbers. Yes. Mary and Martha were quarreling. Whenever, wh- whatever restaurant you go into, you will see that there's a toilet close by. Have you noticed it? Every restaurant has a bathroom just by it. Because as you are eating, we don't know what will happen. It can just go to your stomach and then you go to the bathroom. Has it happened to you before? Yeah. So, the chances that they saw Jesus going to the bathroom hey. as he was eating, it was very high. I guess to see, Mary, I'll be back, I'll be back. <laughs> and then he went to the bathroom and said to himself, I know when he's coming, he'll be, yeah, so Charlie, what are what, what you talking about? <laughs> that was how Jesus was. Oh. Don't be thinking of Jesus like, hello, how are you? <laughs> the Bible says that the people called him a gluttonous man. Right. And a wine buyer. He was a chiller bite. do you know a chiller bite? He was into chilling. Yeah, chilling. So don't be a child of God who doesn't like good things. Jesus was eating, Jesus was invited for dinner by Pharisees. Top, 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 top guys. Yes. Yes. politics. And Jesus was always eating all the time. That is why they said that John the Baptist is a guy who is into fasting. you this guy. You, you like chilling. You, you don't like fasting. You like eating too much. Honestly, scripturally speaking, apart from the 40 days and 49 that you said this, we don't know any other place where it was fast. All we see is dinner. He's going for dinner, 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 wedding, this one, Pharisee, dinner. All the time, dinner everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And he was called a friend of publicans and sinners. And the guy is always, he's always with a certain type of people. When they eat more, they will stand up. The kingdom of God is like unto <laughs> Hey, hey! hey! <laughs> Mary, Martha, and Anna, Jesus, they loved him. You see, Anna must come from the heart. Yes. You must love the people that God has given to you. Yeah, i read Second Chronicles chapter twenty, verse twenty before. Let's read it. Second Chronicles twenty. Is it Second Chronicles or First Chronicles? Second Chronicles twenty twenty. Have you learned anything since I started talking? Ask your neighbor what have you learned? What did your neighbor say? It's a commercial break. What have you learned so far? My wife is in India. My wife is in India now. Right now. And she went, she went to a movie. To a movie, a movie, a cinema. Okay. And apparently what happens in India you, I'm not sure, I don't know if you are interested in listening here. Anyway. the first thing that happened was that before the movie showed, they told everybody to stand up and they played the national anthem of India everybody sang the national anthem of India before the movie started <laughs> you are not patriotic at all the second thing that happened was as the movie was going on when they got to the middle they paused the movie and told everybody to go and eat and come back and come and continue the movie there was an eating break it was a commercial break, literally. Yeah, so this one is also commercial break. Ask your neighbor, what, what have you learned so far? What have you learned so far? <laughs> Some people are afraid of their neighbors. They are not asking their neighbor anything. Your neighbor struggle like this. Hey! <laughs> Look at this. It says, believe in the Lord your God. That's a B part. Believe in the Lord your God, so shall he be established. Believe his prophets, so shall he prosper. It's like God puts your prosperity inside the one or the people that he sends to you. Yes. Can you imagine? It's an amazing thing. (laughs) One young man, 10 years ago, this guy, the first offering he gave to me, he told me that God says you should honor me. The first offering he gave to me was five cities. 10 years ago. Okay. Last week, he bought a house worth $250,000. Cash down he's a Ghanaian like you (laughs) yeah you see i mean there are things concerning me that this guy would just do one day he handed me and i told him that he should stop because it was too much he had just done something very expensive for me and it was my my bed my bed my bed my bed was coming I didn't think he would do anything. On my, but on my birthday, he brought another huge amount of money to me. And I told him, you should take the money back. So I told him, take the money back. I won't take it. Ah, why? You're making me feel bad. <laughs> I told him, you should take the money back. Now, do you know what happened? Do you want to know what happened? Yeah. In the night, I had a dream. And God was warning me, seriously. What do you mean? God was talking to me, like, what do you mean? Do you want to block the blessings of my son? Are you okay? Take the money before I do something to <laughs> you. Can you imagine? So I woke up early in the morning and I called and I said, send the money. Yeah. I told him, send the money. I'm sorry for all that I said. This is the dream I had. Then he said, yeah, dad, you we have to, it has to be said. He sent it to me. Yeah. And God has blessed... You see, I have many people like that. God has blessed them. You see, it's not... It's by revelation. It's not something that's like... Oh, I let me. No, it's by revelation. It's by revelation. If God reveals it to you... For instance, you must have revelation. You see, that there's something on this man. There's some, there's some grace on this man. This guy starts, just starts searching. He starts working. Have you noticed it? It's not a joke. He went to Pando. What are the Pandorians? Hi. Yes, I was in Pando. And... The church is just a few. Yeah, how many has it been? It's three years. And uh, I want to meet hundred people in it. Wow. He went to Hohoi briefly. He started another church there. I went to meet people in Hohoi yesterday. About forty something people. Wow. How old is the Hohoi church? Less than, a less than a year. I want to meet forty people there. So if you don't, if you can't see, you see, it's like. there's maybe there are some stones in your eyes you can't see there's cataracts inside you can't see that there's something grace that we have around in voter region or, or you don't see what i'm talking about this man should never suffer that is there's something that he has a lack it should it should never happen this one should never suffer all the people are they shouldn't suffer yeah when he took that how many were the, the human beings in the church 60, 60, 50, 70, something like that. It has grown to over 200 people. You should see that it's like there's something also around this person. Yeah. This one should not be hungry. He's getting married soon. He's married. <laughs> Hallelujah. Don't let him, listen, don't let him just go to, he's just walking to the aisle, owing owing for rent, owing for this, owing for uh, the champagne, the decor, he's owing here, he's owing this. As he's saying, with this ring, I do it. He's just thinking, with this ring, I do (laughs) it. Don't let him walk to the aisle with debts. It will be a problem for you. Yeah. It to be a, the Bible says that thou shalt not muzzle the ox that treadeth out the corn. Yes, those who serve at the altar must be partakers of the altar. You see, what I'm preaching, I'm preaching for everybody in Love Economy Church. Don't let especially those who are full time. You see, those who are full time. Your pastor is a full time pastor. Hey, that means that there's no money coming from anywhere. Listen, we don't have investments, I don't have an investment anywhere. I don't... haircut cannot affect me by the grace of God. <laughs> you can't cut the hair because there's no hair. The hair is not there. There's no hair to cut. I see what I'm talking about. The, the, the blessings we have are the people around. Yes. You see. Your pastor is a full-timer. You should do contribution every month and send to him. Sit down for two minutes. You're making me so like I can't see what's going <laughs> Have you heard of Church of Pentacles before? Yeah. Church of Pentecost is a great church because the people have been taught to honor their pastors. Have you heard of a Catholic church before? Roman yeah. Catholico? Yeah. Ha! <laughs> you know Catholico? Yeah. Ha! Yeah. Yeah. Catholico? Ha! <laughs> <Ma-cou-de-> <laughs> Do you know that song? Yeah. yeah! Some of you are former Catholics. Yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah! Have you seen a Roman father moving around begging like, like he's really suffering his things? You no. Know? Even if it's in the deepest of villages, it's, village. it's chilling in the village. He's being taken care of. He's being helped. Why? Because the, the people have been t- That's what I'm teaching you. Yes. You, we need to honor our pastors. Not only me. It's like, wait, 15th opportunity. Even now you don't give for anything. <laughs> hey, 15th opportunity. Our father, we need to honor our father. And you are honoring me. But you don't honor the people who are with you. Do you see? Yes. You don't honor. Sorry. So they are not even able to honor you. So they are not even able to honor you. Yeah. Because they don't honor the pastor. Yeah. Because you don't honor the branch pastor, you can't honor me. You see, go when it's your branch pastor's birthday or something is happening in his life, it's like, uh, Pastor, all the best. All the best. You've done well. Oh, God bless you. <laughs> uh, if you hadn't come to my life, you see, be encouraged. <laughs> With the encouragement, add substance. Because the final way of honoring is to... The fi, last but one. The last but one way of honoring is to honor with financial gifts. With material gifts. You see? Yes. Paul said that if you have been partakers of their spiritual blessings, what is it if they are partakers of your, spirit, your physical blessings? Do you see? Yes. There's one in Galatians chapter 6, verse 6. Blessed be the God and father. Oh no, Galatians 6, 6. Let him that is taught in the word communicate unto him that teacheth in all good things. In all good things. You see, he's talking about doing nice things for the pastor. Go to the next verse. Be not deceived. Have you seen it? There's another one that I want to show. It's in 1 Corinthians. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians 9 11. If we have sown unto you spiritual things, is it a great thing if we shall reap your carnal things? King James, uh, sorry, Amplified. These are things in the Bible. Though. You can read, you will not, you will not see. And you, a blessing will be passing you by, you will not know that a blessing is passing you by. One day I went to preach somewhere. I, 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 I tried to going and visit one of uh, the people who submits to us, one, one of my sons in the ministry, who is not in our church. He has his own church. Do you see? And I was just going to look at his house, where he lives. As I was going, one of his church members came to come and kneel down and said that, Bishop, I need a child. I need a child. And the pastor said, Bishop, they need a child. They've been praying for a child for a long time. She was, oh, was holding an envelope. Shop, we need a child. I said, Oh, a hey, year by now you have a child. Because of what you are doing, she was kneeling on the road, main road. I would do that on a normal. I can't. No, no, I mean, why should I kneel? No, no, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> she was kneeling, dusty road. She was kneeling on the dusty road with the offering. We want a child. I said, Oh, God just spoke through me. A year by now, you have a child. That is a year a year after that, she was, she was holding a baby. Practically. Like I said, do what God says you should do. Do you see? Do what God says you should do. Yes. Because your blessings is locked up in, in, the, in the pastor. So locked up in the man of God. The one who is just moving, like he said, a normal person moving. He's not a normal person. Honor him. Honor them you see? Let the Lord speak to you. Maybe every week I need to buy credits for uh, uh, Pastor Wisdom or Pastor Jerose or Pastor. Let me just do that. <laughs> I started giving Reverend George core credits. I couldn't give him anything. All I could give was call credits. Yes. Many years ago, about 12, 15, 13 years ago, or 14 years ago. That was all I could do. Just call credits. Giving core credits. And now it's not like that. It's not call credits. Yeah. It's, it's wild. You can't use it. It's unbelievable. If you practice what I'm telling you, honoring by thinking right, talking right, appreciating the person, honoring the person, appreciate just saying thank you. There's a song, dear pastor, precious to us. Your your what? Your efforts are seen by us. And we are just saying thanks. Just saying thanks. We love you. We read, we what? we thank you we really appreciate you we love you we thank you we really appreciate dear pastor precious to us your efforts are seen by Charlie we should see, you should see the efforts of the pastor so. what do you think about what I'm saying oh you don't like my message like it's, it's not too nice you will see that everybody will be hungry around, and you are not hungry because of Anna. Your bowl will never be dry, the oil will never run dry, it will keep flowing and flowing just because of Anna. Yes, one woman saw Elijah, uh, Elisha walking around. Every time he's walking, you see him passing by his house. Passing by a house, he said, Oh, let's do something for the man of God. So he started inviting the man. God, please, can you come? You can come and come and eat something. You know, come and eat something in the house. she prepare some fufu and a benkwan and something. Elisha will be there, just enjoying. Then he say, God bless you. Then he'll move away. Then she said, this man of God, I think it would be good if we honored him with a room in our house. So that when he comes and he finishes eating, he can lie down for some time. So they built a room for him. And whenever he comes, you come and come and lie down. You eat and then he'll lie down, he'll stay around. Then we we'll treat him well. When he's going, he'll pack some food for him and then he'll go, just treating him well. Elisha was there, he said this woman, I've not had the car kind of, of a baby in this house. Call the woman for me. Do you have a baby? I don't have a baby. Okay, year by now you have a baby. He said, man of God, I don't like problems. No, I'm, I'm telling you the truth. Uh, year by now you have a baby. <laughs> I don't like falsehood. Don't give me falsehood. Uh, year by now you have a baby. Don't worry. A year later, she had the baby. Straight. She kept honoring. The boy grew and then got headache and died. She was saying, my head, my head, and then she died. It's in the Bible. My head, my head, and then he died. It's in the Bible, you see it. Second Kings, chapter 4, verse 19. But he said to his father, My head, my head. The man said to his father, Carry him to his mother. By the time they got to the mother, he was dead. Then the woman laid the boy on the bed that they made for the man of God. And went straight to the man of God and told him that. You see, you see your life. These are the things I don't like. I told you I didn't want any problem. Hmm? Elijah said, The Lord has hidden something from me. I don't know about this. And he followed and went to go and raise the boy from the dead. Yeah. Why? Just because of Anna. When you Anna, it's like some things are done for you. Because Mary, Martha and Lazarus were honoring Jesus. When Lazarus died, they invited Jesus. Jesus said, Hold on, I'm not going now. This one, I have to do a wild miracle for this people. This one, they are my guys. I want to do a wild miracle for them. So the guy should be, he should die for four more days. <laughs> You should stay dead for four more days. Yeah, I'm going to work a very wild miracle. Jesus' greatest miracle happened for those who honored him. When you honor him, it's like when trouble comes, the man of God is like, the man of God's anointed. He's God, like, hey, Vim just comes. You understand? Like, no, no, no. One day, one, one of Kenny Higgins' Bible study teachers fell down on an, an oil rig. And died practically i mean he, all his bones were broken everything he took him to the hospital and he went to the hospital and saw that the person the person was practically he was in coma everything he knelt by his bed and told god god this one he honors me this one he's very good to me i don't have time to raise another bible study teacher this is the one i have please bring him back amen the following day the guy was back all bones match. Everything okay. Head, head together. Everything fine. Fine. He was just moving around again. When you don't, Anna, it's like there's no reason. Why, why should we keep you around? Oh, you see that? Oh, what a shock! <laughs> Evaporated. <laughs> <laughs> Gone too soon. May his soul rest, his soul rest in pieces. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Tell me about Anna. Tell the other neighbor Anna. Say nice things about your pastors. What do you think about what I'm saying? Wow. Yeah, nice things. Joshua was, Joshua was always honoring Moses. Yes. The Bible says that here is Elisha, the one who poured water on the hands of Elijah, serving him, serving Elijah, honoring Elijah, always around. When it was time to inherit the anointing, he was the one who had it. So Anna is strange. <laughs> Anna is what? Archbishop Duncan Williams said something concerning Bishop Oedipo. Because they are both sons of Archbishop Idahosa of Blessed Memory. He said that whenever we go and we are going to honor our father, Bishop Oedepo will come and pay for everything. Say so he'll pay for all the light bills, pay for water bills, pay for everything concerning the Bible school, concerning the church. He'll pay, he'll sign a check to pay everything. And now we'll go with my small offering. And I'll go and say, "Oh, Papa, look for you. <laughs> and I'll say, no kufio." I said, "No feel." He said, "When we both kneel down, I hear the prayers that he prays for Bishop Oedipo. and I also hear the prayers he prays for me." <laughs> hey! hey! No wonder. And he said it himself. This is from the. I'm not saying something he didn't say. He said it. Yes. That's why he's on a certain cloud, on a certain level. Because of honor. He was saying it to teach all of us to learn to honor. If you don't honor, it's like you are not serious. It's like you are not ready for something. You are not ready for some things. You can't be taken to a certain kind of level. Honoring. Yes. Joseph of Arimathea gave the highest honor to Jesus in his death. When Jesus had died, there was no anointing, nothing. Everything is gone. He came to honor him by clothing him, putting him in in a tomb. Making sure he was secured. Yeah. the resurrection was from his tomb. Yeah, it happened from his tomb. Great honor. You see, so when the person is not around, you honor the person. Are you in the church? Yes. yes. Don't say out of sight, out of mind. Because this man is not here. When his birthday, nobody's minding him. Don't do that. When this one travels, when there's no when birthday, nobody minds him. You should all call. Pastor, God bless you. Send text messages. Momo, Momo alert, Papa. No, don't, not only birthday wishes that you have to take 100 years to reply. HBD. HBD. What? HBD. Electronic cakes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Emoji cakes with balloons. Hang you on the cake flying. We want to see physical cake. Am I saying something good or bad? Oh. No. And you see that God is just blessing you. God is just blessing you and helping you doing nice things for you all because you honor all because you what you honor so i feel this is what god says i should say to you like get into the gear of honoring you see saying nice things the church will grow more and more and more there's a day come here and come here and there'll be five thousand people in this church whether you believe it or not i mean it's up to you but it's going to happen Yes. Yeah. And this is a key. God is just giving you a key of honor. If there's anything that has one of the major things that have blessed me is honoring. Yeah. Tomorrow is Reverend George's birthday. Wherever I'm the I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there there too. Yeah. 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 On Monday, I went with him to a certain place and did some things. He started. started, Thank you. Wait, thank you. I said, Oh, Apostle. Are You saying thank you to me, no, 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 no. I, I want to do more, more that's what I'm coming to do more. I'm going to do I'm going to do more show. Hey, so yeah, because without him in my life, I'll not be standing here talking to you. I'll not be standing, I will not be standing here talking to you. There is no way I would dishonor him or disrespect him. No, 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 never. Yeah. By the grace of God. Yeah. By the grace of God. Yes. When I was nothing. He held my hands and helped me. When I didn't think I could do it, he told me, you can do it. Those people should never be dishonored yeah. in your life. You should never say something or think something or no. never. Sit down for two minutes. <laughs> Anna, tell me about Anna. Anna. First question, let me close. I think you have had enough. You have. What what we're reading in First 1 Corinthians chapter nine, verse eleven, amplified. Eh? let's read um, from verse seven so that we can understand it even some more. Okay, consider this: What soldier at any time serves at his own expense? Who plants a vineyard and does not eat any of the fruit of it? Like you've planted a vineyard and you can't eat even one of the fruits? Ah, opulence! sweat. what kind of a vineyard is that? You're only giving the vineyard for mass production. You can't eat some. That's a problem. That's what? Yeah, That is why in Love economy Church, I'm saying this so that everybody understands. love well, economy, Church, see, one of the problems of churches, okay, is the problem of unity, oneness, loyalty, being one. Even the devil has enough wisdom to operate in unity, even the devil. Matthew chapter 12, when Jesus was talking about if a kingdom is divided against itself, how shall it stand? Jesus was trying to let them know that the kingdom of the devil is really strong, really united, and not divided. They told Jesus that he was casting out devils by the prince of devils. And Jesus said, listen, the guy, his kingdom is not like that. though. You can't, you can't, you can't do that. He's very united. In Revelation chapter 17, 14, I believe, the Bible talks about The beasts and the ten kings. And how they gave, all the ten kings gave their power to the beasts. Okay? Can you find it and put it up, please? It will be a nice verse for you to see. So, the problem of church, especially charismatic churches, is the problem of oneness, unity, and commitment, and faithfulness, being together. Do you see? We are better together. (laughs) Listen, we have 51 churches. By the grace of God, united. You should see the things that we are doing. On Sunday, you see me on your screens here, giving you a certain announcement. Your pastor will tell you. Yeah. Because of something we want to do, because we are united, we can do it very easily. Yes. One church can do it. But when all of us are together, we can do it. Do you see? Huh? The devil doesn't like it. So he tries to break the churches into pieces. Many pieces. Because if we are together. So much strength, so much power. Look at these people. It says, and the ten horns which this is Revelation 17:12. And the ten horns which thou us are ten kings which have received no kingdom as yet, but receive power as kings one hour with the beast. These have one mind, they have what one mind, and shall give their power and strength unto the beast. Even the devil knows that he needs power from the ten kings, so they will all give their power and their strength to the beast. Are you in the church? Yes, they all have one mind and shall give their power and strength. So that's one, that's one of the problems. The second problem is the problem of transfer. Because a pastor will come, you plant the church, grow the church, develop the, the church, build a, a nice building, and then headquarters says, um, we want you to move from Hohoi to um, <laughs> <laughs> Ketekrachi. <laughs> eh?" i should move from where <laughs> you lie bad unless you come and remove me remove come and remove me unless you bring boudoir i'm not moving so you have and then the church members will also say we don't want our pastor to go And they say, so many problems i mean transfer problems i've seen a church where <laughs> it's even online right now as so i'm talking to you it's a, a church in, in america in the UK, rather. Okay? And it's it's particular denomination. And they were removing the pastor to put another person there. They were beating the new pastor. I'm not lying to you. I'll look for the video and show it to you. The church members were beating the, the new pastor. And saying, Oh, 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 oh. Shame on you. Shame on you. Bring pastor whatever back. We will never... I know a pastor who was thrown out of, you know, they held him like, <laughs> like 25 kilos bag of rice. They held, someone held his leg, someone held his head, and they took him out like this and then threw him out <laughs> because of transfer, transfer issues. <laughs> Why is that problem there? That problem is there because, you see, the church that the pastor has been transferred from does not have wisdom to sponsor the pastor that is going to the new place. I don't know if, you're, if I'm making sense. You see, Paul says, go, go back to, I, I, I'm just saying, he says, who, is the, who plants a vineyard and does not partake in the vine? Do you see what I'm talking about. I have, I've been transferred. I'm the only pastor in our church who has been transferred twice, apart from him. The next person is him, Pastor, this one, Pastor Danny. Yeah. You have transferred 10 or so to here, then here to Pando. So you are more. Mando to Hohoi. I was transferred from Asafo to where? Alpha from Alpha to Thesaurus. I'll be transferred soon from Thesaurus to another place. The stress I went through to build Alpha, you have no idea. Yeah. Do you know stress? Have you seen stress before? Stress. So much. One day my wife called me and said, why? I don't have, we don't have time anymore. Yeah. Early morning, I'm gone. I was not building my house, so I was building the church. Yeah. It's not my property. It's for God. But I need to give my best because I'm serving God. Do you see? Huh? And I've been transferred from there. If I'm going back there and the people who assist or the pastor who is there says that, hey, listen, the church, we are the ones who have made I will beat him. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? There's something wrong with your brain cells. Madness, schizophrenia. I tell you. Yeah, yeah. there are doctors and nurses here. You know what I'm talking about. You are having hallucinations. Yeah. That's the problem. Bipolar disorder. No, no, you can never say that. Listen, you I, they they had to honor me, and by the grace of God, they do that. When I'm going back there, hey, when I'm going to Asafo, you should see them annually me because that I used to be there. Yeah, and I've been transferred. It doesn't mean anything. Do you see? The one, consider what soldier the, the, is at any time, serves at his own whatever expense. Who plants a vine and does not eat of any of the fruit of it? Who tends a flock and does not partake of the milk of the flock? Oh, you know, fine. Oh, what do you think? You no know, fine. You no know, fine. And that's what happens to many places. When the pastor is moved to another place, he, he, he knows that all the seas that were coming will not come again. So, part that he will move, he will not move. Do you know what I'm talking about? If you have been in church for some time, you know. The series will not come again. He has built a nice church with air conditioning, everything, is office is air conditioning. And then they say, should will move? Move where? Move to where? Move to Tamale, When there's no office. There's nothing. He's going to start from ground zero again. I'll never do it. So, he will disobey God because of comfort. And it's all because the people in the church are not wise. Do you see? They are not wise. They have to make sure he planted it. He must be partaker of the milk. He must be partaker of the flock. He must have something being done for him all the time. And the churches who know that, that's what I'm teaching about. The churches who know that secret always have a blessing. They always prosper. There's no problem. There's none of those things there. You see? A certain church that I know. No matter what you said... What you have here is what you have there. So wherever they send you, you will go. And that, by the way, that shouldn't be the reason why you move as a pastor, even. Yes. Next verse. Do I say this only on human authority and as a man reasons? Does not the law endorse the same principle? Verse nine. For in the law of Moses it is written, "You shall not muzzle the ox when it is treading out the corn." Is it only for oxen that God cares? Next verse. Or does he speak certainly and entirely for our six? am surely it is written for our six, because the ploughman ought to plough in hope. You see, the ploughman ought to plough in hope, and the treasure out, the treasure ought to treasure in expectation of partaking of the harvest. Like he wants you to understand that the one who is doing the work, he must also partake of it. Next verse, then he says in verse eleven, "If we have sown the seed of spiritual good among you." Is it too much if we reap from your, from your material benefits? It's not too much. Look at the sickness that... I mean, one, a friend of mine prayed for a certain woman. You see, the woman was... She was having cancer was almost dying. And the treatment... The, the treatment was so mad. They were going to, she was going to sell a particular house to go and do the rest of the treatment, which was not going to stay there. And this man of God prayed for her. She became healed. She dashed the house to that man of God. Beautiful five-bedroom house. Because I would have lost it anyway anyway, <laughs> but like we said that one man came to him, very ill prayed for the prayer, but nothing was happening, and then he saw the, the car the man came in and the Lord told him that man, the man's sickness is will go away if you give his car <laughs> you'll be shocked at how physical things are attached to spiritual things you'll be surprised yes And he told by the man man was not just like, oh, but my car, meanwhile, he was going to die in two weeks. Who is going to drive the car when you die in two weeks? Why don't you give the car and receive your healing? And get better cars, cars, because you have more years. If we have been, eh, you have sown the seed of spiritual good among you, is it too much if we reap from your material benefits? See. so you must learn to honor with material benefits, hallelujah, hallelujah. have you learned anything? Yeah. maybe as I, was, as I was talking you realize that you have not honored God enough yeah. or you have not honored his men enough or you have not honored your parents because I've spoken about three major things honoring parents honoring God honoring his servants maybe you realize that you falter in one of these places or you don't falter at all Whatever it is, I want you to rise up and talk to God right now. Talk to God right now. God help me, Anna. Tell the Lord to help you, Anna. Yes. Lord help me, Anna. Maybe I've said something you didn't you didn't have to say. Tell the Lord, I'm sorry. God help me. Talk to the Lord right now. May no God alaba. Wherever you falter, tell the Lord, help me. Help me, dear Holy Spirit. Help me to stand. Forgive me for what I said. Forgive me for how I looked at my father and how I thought about my father. Help me. Forgive me for not, for not honoring and appreciating those you have given to me. Talk to the Lord. Open your mouth now and talk to the Lord. It's just two minutes. Two minutes. Two minutes. We'll be out of here. Mano no shege debele. Me no gadabaya. Me radaba. help me honor my parents lord help me honor you lord help me honor your servants lord i don't want to lose anything lord help me get into the gear of honor take away this honor the path of this honor from my life those who honor me i will honor and those who despise me I will lightly esteem Lord help me not to despise you help me not to despise you help me not to despise my parents help me not despise my pastors my shepherds those you have given to me help me honor them Lord help me honor them Lord marakeke Rada. me shugala <laughs> marada nabalegles tenemeno malo rege senemeno. Oh yes, yes. Father, lift up your hands towards heaven. Can you kindly lift up your hands towards heaven, Father? Help your children. Help us, Lord. Help us honor you. Help us honor your servants. Help us honor your, our, our parents. Help us, Lord. Yes, take away this honor from our lives. If there's any case of leprosy that has already started working in our lives, Father, we curse it now. Thank you that it is turned around completely in the name of the Lord Jesus. Yes, those ten lepers were cleansed by Jesus. The Lord is cleansing you of any leprosy, spiritual leprosy that is taking away all the good things from your life. Yes, as your hands comes down is the beginning of a new face of blessings, of multiplications for you. The days of being reduced are over. God is pushing you into the days of abundance because you are learning to honor in the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, I pray for this church. Let this church grow in honor. You said it's the key for their growth. Father, thank you. That this key is working in their lives consistently thank you that there's honor all the time they honor all the time they honor you all the time they honor your servants all the time and they learn to honor your their parents all the time it's an increase lord cause them to see your goodness on every side in the name of the lord jesus let this church keep galloping in grace galloping from one level of glory to another in the name of the lord jesus let it keep increasing and expanding and let this place be a solution center. Let it be a place for healings, for changes. Actually, the Lord is healing your body right now. Yes, the Lord is touching your body right now. That sickness in your body is living right now. Yes, right now, right now. The Lord, I'm seeing an angel walking amongst us. Yes, touching your body right now, right now, right now. That back pain is vanishing that pain in your spine in your neck coming through to your spine that you have felt for a long time is vanishing right now yes the lord is touching you the lord is touching you the lord is touching you yes that angel is moving a healing angel just entered and is healing you right now touching your body touching your body touching your body touching your body right now in the name of the lord jesus ah and i see another angel touching your finances there's an angel that is healing your finances. Healing your finances. Yes, that lack is living your life right now. Luck is living your life. A new face of abundance is opened up to you now. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Yes. Angels that heal finances have entered your life. They have entered your life right now. Your finances are being healed as well. Thank you, Father. For healing, for healing, for healing. Thank shagadabaya. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And I hear, hold on, I hear another thing. I hear healing for your spiritual life. The Lord is healing your spiritual life now. That, that distaste for spiritual thing things is living your life now. Now, 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 now. Now, 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 now. I see the Lord arresting some people now. The Lord is arresting you for himself. arresting you for himself. Now, it's happening. It's happening. The Lord is arresting for himself and giving you a new taste. You will not understand how it changed. And how your desire for God and your desire for honoring God has just increased. It's happening to you now. Now, 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 now. Healing for your spiritual life. The spiritual dullness is living. Spiritual dullness is living your life. You couldn't pray before, but the spirit of prayer is entering you right now. The spirit of prayer, the Lord is touching you with the spirit of prayer. Yes, the spirit of prayer. The spirit of prayer. I hear the spirit of prayer. The spirit of prayer. The spirit of prayer. The spirit of prayer. You find yourself praying, you find yourself interceding. You find yourself changing things through prayer. Yes, the taste for God. Yeah, 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 it's happening. Is happening by the power of the Holy Ghost. It's happening by the power of the Holy Ghost. Healing for your spiritual life. That desire for, that uncontrolled desire for sex is being changed for an uncontrollable desire for God. An addiction for God. An addiction for His work. An addiction for His ministry. Is happening in your life right now. The Lord is touching you. The Lord is touching you. Yes. Bringing a difference. Making a difference. Yes, the Lord is touching you. The Lord is touching you. Oh, Holy Spirit. Yes, yes,
1: yes, yes. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord.
0: Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Now, with every eye closed, the Lord is telling me that there are some people here who have dishonored him. By rejecting his invitation for salvation for so long, says those who despise me will be lightly esteemed. The invitation the Lord is giving you tonight is for salvation. If you are here, you've never given your life to Christ. You've been hearing it. Give your life to Christ. Give your life to Christ. And you have been despising it. Today, tonight, the Lord is calling you. He's giving you a call. It may be your last night. You never know. You never know, brother. You never know, sister. The Lord is calling you. If you want to give your life to Christ, I want you to rush to me right now. Come to me right now. This is your day. Never say tomorrow is there. Never say that there's another day. You never know, brother. You never know. You never know, brother. You never know, brother. Come. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Give your life to Jesus. It's time to give your life to Jesus. It's time to mean business with him. It's time to mean business with him. Yes, it's time to mean business with him. There's still an opportunity for you to give your life to Christ. This is it. This is it. You never know. Hold on. You never know. You never know. There may not be another chance. There will never be. There may not be another opportunity. If you hear his voice, harden not your heart. You want to give your life to Christ? Come forward. Yes, come. Come to me. Come to me. Come to me now. Come to me now. Come to me now. Come to me now. Jesus is calling you. Jesus is calling you. He means business. He doesn't want your soul to be lost eternally. It's time to take him seriously on a higher level. To walk with him. He says, Behold, I stand at the door and I knock. If you hear my voice, harden not your heart. Come to Jesus now. Come to Jesus now. Come, come, come. Hallelujah. If you're in front, I want you to close your eyes. The Bible says that, For with the heart, man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. If you call upon the name of Jesus, he says you shall be saved. If you describe and say that Jesus is the Lord of your life, truly salvation will come to you. And your soul will be eternally saved. Your spirit man will be eternally saved. I want you to believe with your heart that Jesus is the Son of God. Believe with your heart that Jesus is the Lord. And say what I'm going to say after me as you declare your faith in Christ say this after me thank you father for sending your son Jesus Christ to come and die for me I believe that Jesus is the son of God I believe that he died on the cross of Calvary I believe that on the third day he rose from the dead because of my belief I'm born again You said in your word, if I believe in my heart and I confess with my mouth, Jesus as Lord, I shall be saved. Therefore, I'm saved. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for washing me from my sins with the blood of Jesus. I'm a child of God now. I receive eternal life into my spirit. I receive righteousness into my spirit. From today, I am yours. Thank you for saving me. Devil, I'm out of your kingdom. Into the kingdom of God. And you can't do anything about it. I'm a child of God now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father, for saving me. In Jesus' name. Amen. Let's give the Lord a big round of applause. Congratulations. Welcome to the family of God, congratulations. Welcome to the family of God, congratulations. Welcome to the family of God, congratulations, congratulations, congratulations. I think we should do it better. There's joy over one soul. These are one, two, three, four, five, six souls to the glory of God. Hallelujah.
2: God bless you for listening. We pray that the word of God will be rooted and grounded in your heart as you give attention to the word.